This is Returns on Wellbeing Institute podcast. We bring you the latest and best strategies, tactics, and information to help employers boost their bottom lines by investing in healthy and engaged workforces that deliver real ROI. Welcome to today's program. This is Stephen Van Yoder, co-founder of the Returns on Wellbeing Institute, and welcome to today's podcast. Many well-being initiatives do not achieve their potential because employees do not understand or engage with their employer's wellness offerings. Why does this happen? Because many wellness programs do not customize their offerings to meet the needs of individual workers. On this podcast, we speak with Jenny Beekman, Health Health Promotion Manager at Dean Health Plan, a health insurance company based in Madison, Wisconsin. We will discuss how Dean Health's whole person approach, which is central to their entire program, uh, how their whole person approach to well-being includes individual support that helps employees engage with the company's wellness offerings and take ownership of their own well-being journey. Jenny, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Tell me about Dean's approach to whole person health. What is it? Why does it matter? How do you build your program around it? At the health plan, um, we really believe in what we call eight dimensions of wellness, which is the whole person approach. Um, We realize that it is more than just nutrition and physical. There's also things like emotional, environmental, um, maybe it's social or spiritual, financial, personal, professional, all impact um, a person and their goals to well-being. So we have a team that includes um, licensed professional counselors, social workers, educators. Um, I'm a dietitian, exercise physiologist, mm-hmm. different wellness experts, and together we can bring our vast experience um, and kind of decades of, of experience to the organization to help and really um, emphasize the importance of looking at a whole person. Uh, how many employees are served uh, with your wellness program? We have a couple of hundred thousand members that we serve. So Dean Health Plan is an insurance company that serves about 500,000 members. We don't necessarily work with all of them, but we're across Wisconsin, Missouri, Illinois, and Oklahoma. And so we provide programming for all of our members, and then we work with a couple hundred employer groups specifically as well. Dean Health really focuses on the individual employee and quoting from your uh, website, helping employees achieve their own health goals. What does that mean and why does that matter? So if we're kind of going back again to the whole person approach, um, really trying to help people understand how all of these different kind of dimensions, components are interrelated. And our goal is that you have optimal well-being. Um, so for instance, people might say, you know, I want to lose weight or I want to eat better. We really look at, okay, here's a goal that you might have. Now let's start to break down the barriers. Why Why is this the goal? What barriers are getting in your way? We may discover that it's transportation. We may discover it's a financial issue that you're having or concern. And so kind of by taking the layers of the onion back, mm-hmm. we can see all these intersect with each other, and we can start to give some small interventions Uh, along each area, which will really help your overall well-being and achievement of your goal. It it sounds like this interdisciplinary team you talked about a minute ago really leads the charge on this. Absolutely. 
um, as a dietitian, I'm talking, you know, I have an expertise in nutrition, um, but then I'm talking with our educators who are really good at motivational interviewing, right, mm-hmm. and really good at maybe helping to set goals, and social workers who can understand a different component that might be happening within a person. Um, we, you know, sometimes wellness experts that we've got are really in tune with what's happening, what's cutting edge, what's without in the industry. So I think anytime you can bring just a team um, of people together who just has different backgrounds, mm-hmm. you really can start to, because all of us have all of that, right? Like we all have different components of our lives that we're working on. And so when we can create programming and offerings and support people across all dimensions they might be in. Let's talk about the actual, how, how Dean Health customizes its programming to meet the needs of, um, of groups and individuals. And I know at the core of this is your personal wellness plan approach. Uh, why don't you tell us what that is and um, give us some background on how that works. So again, we have programming for our members, but the, the personal wellness program is something that we use when we're working with employer groups. Mm-hmm. So if an employer group was interested in, in working with us, um, they would meet with a wellness expert from our team. Maybe we would you know, review what's happening, um, assess kind of the employee's needs and interests, and from there we would start what we call the personal wellness plan uh, uh, screening, kind of. It can be done virtually or in person. Um, so at the employer group, then their members, or more participants would meet with one of um, a member from our team who's called an, a health transformation consultant. Um, and really in that personal wellness plan meeting, we're introducing the eight dimensions of wellness, which I referenced earlier, um, asking the participants to focus on an area that they want to work on, right? And then we use kind of solution focused, uh, brief intervention to help them create an individualized strength-based plan. So here's your goal, maybe here are some barriers, but how can we start to um, create a plan that's going to help you achieve your goal? Additionally, we also look at social determinants of health. That's really important. Um, As I mentioned earlier, if somebody is saying that they've got some nutrition, you know, their goal is to have better nutrition. Well, if food insecurity is a problem, we might determine that through our social determinants of health questions. And then our health transformation consultants would be able to connect to local resources. Um, If transportation is an issue, we can help to connect to uh, different transportation. Sometimes it's, you know, you kind of live in an area where there's access to good grocery stores. Um, So we're really kind of able to look, and and I gave some nutrition-specific examples there, but um, at all of the social determinants of health. It's really a way to customize and personalize uh, for individuals and all aspects of their particular situations, including challenges that they may have that might go over or, you know, overlooked. Uh, You mentioned, uh, you know, living in a food desert type area or, you know, scarcity of healthy food. but it enables individuals to customize to their situation, their preferences, their priorities, et cetera. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, absolutely. Because each one of us is different and we can't say, you know, just follow this plan um, and then you'll start to see some better outcomes. So 
you know, another thing we also help with is connecting with primary care because sometimes people need to get in with their primary care for help. And so when they're meeting with our health transformation consultant, it, it might be that we need to help to connect them with um, their primary care provider or help to provide them um, a name of somebody that they could use. We review um, a medical record to look for overdue health maintenance because a lot of times there's health issues too. It's more than just how do I eat better. Mm -hmm. Um, So reviewing the medical record and then system navigation is is also something that during that personal wellness plan we're helping with um, because sometimes they just need care help and, and help within the system so we can help with all of that. I think you uh, mentioned you have uh, mental health experts. Yeah, health transformation consultants. Um, so these individuals have our masters prepared kind of professionals on our team. They've got backgrounds spanning the fields mm-hmm. of education, social work, counseling. Yes. Okay. And what role do they play in all of this? So they are the person when you are, when you show up for a personal wellness plan screening, they're who you're talking to. When you come in to talk to an H, uh, we call them HTC, so I might say HTC sometime. Okay. Um, but when you talk with a health transformation consultant, they're going to review the dimensions with you to make sure that you have an understanding of all of these dimensions and okay. how they're interconnected. But okay. then when you speak to mental health, they're also kind of reviewing the mental health continuum with members. Um, and the mental health continuum really looks at kind of four areas. Are you um, thriving? Like, you know what? I've got this. You're in a good mood. Things are good. And so then they'll say, this person is thriving. How can we maintain that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you're surviving, if, which is kind of like if I could only do that. You're maybe getting to be a little bit more irritable. Um, You can kind of tell that when you're talking with somebody. So then they're going to cater their conversation to how we can help, you know, meet this person where they're at right now. Um, Sometimes you see people who are struggling um, and that, you know, kind of gets on the other end of the continuum where you're kind of going, when is this going to end? And so they really need to, our, our HTCs need to be able to meet that person. Like this person is struggling, so I need to help them and set some goals and do some intervention based on that. Um, and then within the continuum, you the last, the last is in crisis. And if that becomes the case, then obviously the HTCs are dealing with um, and, and helping somebody through that immediately if they're in crisis. And so, so the, the health transformation consultants really are the first uh, employee touch point, right, for, for the entire uh, uh, process you put in place. And it sounds like these uh, uh, HTCs uh, essentially can listen carefully, uh, both in explaining to employees why health is whole person in nature, well-being is whole person in nature, what it means to them, and then you can really apply that thinking to their particular situation now that they understand the connectedness of it all and where you can find challenges or one one obstacle to one person's health may involve two or three dimensions that are at odds with each other. But it sounds like they play that role of helping the employee understand, sort of assess, and then almost like a, a concierge, if you will, route them where they need to go to get the help they need. Absolutely. One of the things that they say often is that they listen to hear. 
So they will listen to what the participant is saying and not saying sometimes. And then they're addressing kind of both of those. So, you know, often people will come and they'll say, I'm good. But that tone isn't good, right? right? Um, And so the HTC doesn't just stop there. They will kind of circle back to that and ask about that. Um, They're really kind of willing to go wherever the participant wants to go. And I think sometimes that's not what a participant expects when they first meet with an HTC. I think a lot of times people are used to kind of a health coaching Uh model. Um, And this is different. This is really about what's happening with you right now and how can we help with what is kind of a barrier to your overall well-being. Um, and listening and then providing some tangible brief intervention. Now, you just made a, a comparison that they often, employees often think it's going to be something and then it's something else. And I, I think between the lines, uh, the, the something else that you're providing engages them more. Or it, uh, can you talk about that? Because I think that's a really core um, component to, to talking later in the interview about what uh, listeners can do to bring this to their own companies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think it's, you know, I'm com- a lot of times we go into employer groups and, you know, you've got a list of people to see for the day and they think I'm coming, I have, uh, my employer group asked me to do this, my employer asked me to do this. Um, when they show up, they kind of assume they're going to have a conversation and then they're just going to go on about their day. But mm-hmm. what they find is because these HTCs are so trained at, at what they do and just really good at drawing information out of people, uh-huh. that they are able quickly to get to what's happening with this person in a way that makes the person feel really comfortable. Um, and a lot of us have things happening. And to be able to talk about it with somebody and then leave there feeling like I've also got an intervention that I can take away that might help me with this. And these are 20, 25 minute appointments. So in that time to be able to form a relationship, kind of understand what's happening and then walk away with something that makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. um, We so often hear like that was, that was, an amazing 20 minutes. I, you know, really appreciated the conversation, you know, did not think that I was going to leave feeling kind of this empowered to take on my own well-being. Um, So that to me is is really kind of the core of what the personal wellness plan is. You know, what what I'm hearing in this um, is something we've been saying through Turns on Wellbeing Institute for a while. And, you know, other people have said it as well, um, that you know, wellness or well-being is not something you do to workers, it's something you do with them. And inherent in that is a sense of personal, what's in it for me. I feel um, I'm, the employer is not coercing me or, or essentially uh, telling me I have to do this. We're, we're trying to figure out what's really going on and what we can do to help you achieve what you tell us you're trying to achieve or to alleviate maybe problems that you may be experiencing. Uh, but it sounds like it gets an openness to, uh, it's not just about the employer's bottom line or trying to save on insurance costs. It's really about helping employees thrive, which is what we all want as human beings. And I think once you really start to say, you know, to see we've got a whole person approach as an employer group who is offering a personal wellness plan, they're saying to their employees, we realize that 
one size does not fit all, right? You right. all are very different people um, and giving you the opportunity to talk to somebody about what's happening in your life um, and create plans to optimize your well-being, um, I think that's very impactful. Beyond Dean and what, what you're doing can potentially uh, uh, illustrate as, as a you know, a way forward for some companies that are maybe experiencing uh, gaps, if you will, in the wants and needs of individuals within an organization. Uh, so the whole person approach, uh, when when practice is set about to you know, fill those gaps, to anticipate them, to see the interconnectedness of different aspects of well-being and what may be getting in the way, and then to, to take action on those. But um, can you talk about what you think in general about how this solves the problem of filling gaps, and then what you've seen uh, in particular uh, at your own organization? I think that there are definitely gaps, right? Individuals who um, are kind of just hungry for something, and, you know, a lot of the personal wellness plan has been noticing trends, um, and then what can we do to start to alleviate those trends or gaps that we're seeing? Um, I think... Some of the, so once we have our health transformation consultants out and they can start to see different gaps that are happening, back at the health plan then, our team, again, uh, our, our team is able to say what programs, what resources can we create that can help participants of a wellness, our personal wellness plan or any member or really a lot of these are even community members, um, you know, and things that employer groups could start at their uh, employment too. Mm-hmm. You know, for instance, we've started a parenting series. We have noticed that parenting is hard and it's a stressor. I know, shocker, right? Um, right. But we, the series has different things, toddlers and tantrums, navigating technology as your kid gets older, the teenage years, which can be a real challenge. Um, so we can, when we're out, we can say this is, you know, a gap we're seeing. Maybe the employer group wants to host on-site um, this series, right? It's kind of a recording, and they can bring their people together, um, kind of like as a, a lunch learn. Or it can just be when we're meeting with somebody who's struggling, say, here's a resource for you. Um, kind of look into maybe participating in this and then reaching out if we have, if you have some questions or or need more information we have on our website so our health plan wellness website we have all of our resources and um, so an event calendar so anything that's coming up honestly deancare.com slash wellness okay most, you don't have most people could go there if you wanted to join the parenting series that's coming up there's an events calendar and you are welcome to click on it and join um, the, the parenting series we've got lots of other programs and offerings as well there may be a few things that are member specific but a good majority of our programs are open to all from your own observation uh, like an individual employee uh, that illustrates how this approach uh, has helped somebody move their life forward, uh, improve their well-being. Uh, is, is there anything you can recall that sort of make a, make a three-dimensional example for us? We noticed a trend with grief, right? We were just grief. seeing people who, grief, 
people who were struggling to overcome kind of sadness and grief that they had. And that's not something that a lot of people like to talk about, right? right. Again, it's easier to say, I need to eat more vegetables. It's harder to say, right. I'm really right. feeling sad about, about this situation that happened. So we brought that back to our team and said, this is, this is like a gap that we're seeing. And we decided to come up with a book club, right? And one of the first books that we did was a book that focused on grief. And so it was open to all, but we reached out to some of those people who had shared with us kind of their, that they were dealing with grief. And these people, one person in particular, joined the book club, um, read the book, but then as we're meeting at the book club, you're starting to form relationships with other people who are also going through the same right. thing, right? right? And so watching that person start to process, not only through reading the book and talking with us at the health plan, but then talking with those other people that she didn't even know that were in the book club. Mm -hmm. And it, to me, that was just um, it was so impactful to watch. And, and that's what we do, right? Like you, it's about finding the little nuggets that are going to help somebody and again, when you have a multi-dimensional program, not one nugget works for every person. But for right. this book club on grief, and then that person was able to make connections and stay in touch with other other people mm -hmm. um, to help that she's not alone, but felt that you know a safe space and found somebody going through something similar, and they could talk on that. Uh, that that's a great story, and I can see how that. Um, um is the right prescription for people going through grief. First, you need to face it and do it in a safe way and uh, you know, having an educational component that can lead to social connections, social well-being and mm -hmm. mental, emotional well-being. At least those two are being addressed in that approach. Uh, and it sounds like it's a pretty easy door to get employees to step through uh, where they might not be so inclined to talk about it you know, with their coworkers or manager. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's a lot of what this is, is your, your coworkers, your managers supporting you to go through this, but then also being able to share resources. And so that's something right. that we really work with, yeah, employer groups is we've gone through this. Um, now, you know, we send out a monthly wellness care package, which has all of our events that are happening. Um, and we just try to share these are things that are going on. Please share with your employees. Um, we know that different employees, different things are going to resonate with, with each right. person. Parent guilt is something that we sometimes deal with, too, as kind of work-life balance just gets busy and parents are sometimes feeling guilty about working more or not mm. being around. Um, we've created some what we, we call real goals documents that have information, um, some activities that you can do, but like special play and um, self-care approach to the work week and so really getting some resources to parents of here are a few things that you can do um, to help you feel like to help with ease with that parent guilt. How is your approach uh, effective at delivering better, not just better employee health and well-being outcomes but helping Dean Health uh, help employers achieve better business returns? As we're working with employer groups, we're talking about culture and a health-promoting culture and the importance of creating that for your employees. And we know that once you've got kind of 
culture that promotes health and wellness, you're going to start to really optimize your productivity. Um, when your employee well-being is priority, then you have better satisfaction results, better retention results, and all of that trickles down in so many areas within um, the business. It, it sounds like this approach can actually help root out undiagnosed, undi- untreated problems that go, you know, that become insurance claims, that become absenteeism problems, um, you know, possibly mental health uh, situations that become more acute than they might otherwise become with, you know, a more uh, front-end approach like this to try to catch them early and, and get employees to engage with it. But it sounds like this is a smart way to get people the help they need, which is inherently a good thing for human beings. But it's also a smart way for employers to reduce health insurance claims, among other things. And we actually have an employer toolkit that goes through different, like if you're just starting to you kind of have got this under your belt for a little bit, more advanced work that you can do with your employees that we, that we work with employer groups on, so we'll provide them this toolkit. But I think you're absolutely right. Having healthy, well employees trickles down. It trickles to the business. It trickles to the claims. It trickles to their overall health. Right. Um, and and so I think now we're seeing really that push that you know if somebody's got um, some mental health, the costs to the organization are really, really high. It is worth it for the organization to try to help their employees in any way they can, um, both as, as, again, just kind of the right thing to do, but also for the, the business itself. You're talking to a diverse group of listeners. Uh, they all have some you know, interest in or you know, vocational uh, role in employee well-being initiatives. What can they take away from your approach, uh, a blueprint or a series of observations, things you've learned that could help them take what you've learned and bring it to their own organization? I would say understanding that health and wellness starts with the individual. What's important to them? What barriers do they have? Um, how ready to change are they? And can how can you support them? Um, and just recognizing that it's going to be, for some it might be that they really want to do multiple triathlons. For others, it might be spending more time with family, starting to read one book. But don't judge, just kind of recognize the journey that each employee is on um, and be there to help them really kind of achieve their own health goals. And then that will continue to lead to overall well employees and an overall health promoting culture of your organization. Mm-hmm. How might an employer, maybe without uh, you know the scope and resources of Dean Health, uh, emulate the personal wellness plan meets a health transformation consultant model? Just have you um, give any ideas on that because I think that's really core to the uh, taking action. By understanding your employee population. Um, maybe asking some questions and being ready to hear the answers. And then once you have an understanding kind of of an interest needs culture survey, right? Once you do that, really taking a step back and saying, where are our employees at? And then start small. Start with a couple of, of things that you can do for your employees. 
communicate with them regularly and um, and and follow through. Here are a few things that we're going to try, but continue to share feedback with us, um, but really listen to what the employees are saying. And then there are lots of different, whether you go to our website for different programs that they could do or different resources mm-hmm. you could share. We've got lots of this, different things on our website you could just share with your employees easily um, or if you find something else. But but then start to share and, and consistently do that. Is there a final takeaway or call to action you would offer to listeners? I would say that employee well-being um, and a health-promoting culture is what employees and employers are looking for. Um, so really be there for your employees. Be there to help them understand that they want to be great employees and great people. Um, And so continue to just lift them up in any way that you can. You've been listening to Returns on Wellbeing Institute podcast. To learn more about our resources and programs that help employers make employee well-being a bottom-line business strategy, please visit www.returnsonwellbeing.com.